0: Welcome to the podcast. Every week I'll share leadership thoughts, books I'm reading, or tools I'm using to teach leadership skills. I believe everyone has influence. Every family, school, church, city, country is determined by its capacity for effective leadership. So let's jump in. Well, we're glad to have you back at the Leadership Podcast. I love talking about Leadership and what I've learned, what I'm learning as a, as a learning leader. Thank you, Ryan Hawk, for taking the best name for a leadership podcast. Uh, as a learning leader, I just love talking about this stuff because we're all in process. And today, every once in a while, we focus on a book that's really having an impact on my life. and I just want to share with you some insights from a book that because I'm going through, as I shared last time, An inner renovation of our culture, our values, and then our structure, which will come as a result of that, a restructuring, uh, as an organization here at Southbrook, Uh, share with you a book that's really helping me. I've been a fan of Brené Brown and all of her books. Um, As many of you know who have read Brené Brown, she, especially through her TED Talk, has become synonymous with vulnerability, overcoming shame, and vulnerability as an interface of human contact and human intimacy. It just cannot happen without vulnerability. Well, her latest book is the result of her then starting an organization and leading an organization. She's been a doctoral-level researcher for a long time. Her books are, to me, influential because... Because they're not the result of anecdote and observation, but true research, Uh, her results, her conclusions are the byproduct of hard data. And she began to lead a a new organization and it hit her, wow, I need to learn how to lead. And how do the principles of, of my research fit into leadership? And so, her newest book is, is Dare to Lead, through brave work and tough conversations. How do, we, how do we dare to lead with courage? And it's really interesting that I happened to start reading this, doing a lot of analysis through Patrick Lencioni's The Advantage, the advantage being organizational health is the one thing that'll sep- separate you from other organizations. Everybody's smart to some extent with technology, with finance, with strategy and mission and such, but very few organizations take the time to do the simple but courageous work of organizational health and what it takes to be organizationally healthy. And I would not consider us totally organizationally healthy because we've, a lot of these things we haven't, we haven't worked at. And as a result, for example, our organization inner-wise tends to be too dysfunctionally polite, for example. And so I was doing this analysis of the advantage, uh, also using the five dysfunctions of a team with Lencioni, and then one that just nailed me was the five temptations of a CEO. One of those being the temptation of a CEO to want to be liked, and I—I I, I am not proud to admit this, but I still battle this desire to be liked. And I'm beginning to wonder if I'll ever be totally cured of this, but I have grown and I want to grow a lot more. And that's where Brené Brown comes into play because Dare to Lead is, is about having the courage to rumble. And just that is such a great image of what it means to really create organizational health. Is there trust at a level that you can rumble? And the relationships you have are not threatened by that rumbling. Well, that begins with courage, and it begins with vulnerability. As Lencioni says so well in his writings, trust is not predictability. We think of trust as, oh, yeah, I I trust Pete because I I can predict. I've known him enough to know what he's going to do. That's not trust. Trust is vulnerability. Trust is when I can be vulnerable with Pete and Pete can be vulnerable with me, and I'm not going to get my head chewed off. And that's trust. Well, that begins with courage. And Dr. Brown begins the book by saying, "Courage is contagious." That you know, as many of you know who have been fans of hers, a, a real true north for his her has been the the Teddy Roosevelt quote that that credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, who dares to venture out into those vulnerable grounds and um, this is what Dr. Brown calls the, the physics of vulnerability. If we're brave enough, often enough, we will fall and daring is not saying I'm willing to risk failure, daring is saying I know I will eventually fail and I am still all in. And there's never been a brave person who hasn't known disappointment, failure and heartbreak And she says this is where the Roosevelt quote captures what she's learned about vulnerability, the definition of vulnerability as the emotion that we experience during times of uncertainty, risk, and emotional exposure uh, is, is essential to authentic leadership. Vulnerability is not winning or losing. It's having the courage to show up when you can't control the outcome. And you know, I'm at a stage in my leadership where uh, there's one sense you could make an argument that I could coast and say, you know, let's just kind of let the rest of my tenure as a leader at Southbrook play out. Don't rock the boat. Uh, ten years from now, let the person who comes along succeeds me. Let them deal with the need to change Southbrook. And on one sense, it's fundamentally incompatible to who I am to allow that to happen. But I can't say that it's not a temptation to not rock the boat to not make change you know if it's if it's if it ain't broke don't don't fix it no it is going to break you fix it before it breaks is <laughs> it takes it takes vulnerability it takes the willingness to risk to fail and to start new things as many of you know we just launched the beta level of a new ministry called players box the players box is a community of parents coaches and students in which we are equipping students to deal with the vulnerabilities of life, to deal with pressures, and to learn how to play academically, artistically, athletically in the context of intense pressure. It's not that we want to eliminate pressure, it's that we want to learn how to, to have the tools to deal with pressure. And so we just launched that. Trust me, if you want to experience vulnerability, launch something that has to do with junior high and high school students, because I'll let you in on a little insight. I've been planning this for seven years. We've been working at this for so long, and I'm scared to death (laughs) that we're going to fail. And uh, it could happen, but I'm all in. And I think the thing that started out, the reason we started out well with this is, is we had about 100 and 10, 120 parents and students who did the initial beta testing. And the one thing I've been impressed with is, is the courage of our leaders, our coaching staff, our administrators on this to be all in. And I admire it so much because we could absolutely fall flat on our face. I remember that scene when Gene Stapleton and you've got mail looks at, um, at, uh, the, the bookseller who is, uh, I can't remember the actress's name now, and she's gonna and she's gonna close the bookstore because the the big Barnes and Noble type retailer up the street around the corner, led by Tom Hanks, is about to swallow them up. And Gene Stapleton looks at her and says, "Yeah, I know you you feel like a big fat failure, don't you?" And and uh, and Meg Ryan is the actress's name. She kind of looks at her like, well, "What did you just say?" Well, she just said the truth. She feels like a big fat failure because when you're the little bookseller and and Barnes & Noble just moved in around the corner, you, you, you better change your strategy uh, because you're vulnerable. And that's leadership. And uh, vulnerable experiences are not easy. They make us feel anxious and uncertain. They make us want to self-protect. But showing up for those experiences, Brené Brown says, with a whole heart and no fake armor required necessitates courage. It does. It necessitates courage. And if you're not in the arena uh, getting your butt kicked, Brene Brown says, every once in a while, you're not being courageous. We closed a campus two years ago in Liberty. It's one of the declaring failures. We just, we opened this campus at, at Liberty and Westchester and and we tried some new things and it failed. And, and I'll be honest with it, two years now, I mean, I grieved that. That whole summer, it was like, I didn't realize how this was going to hit me emotionally. I've never been at a church service like the last one at Liberty where our volunteers were weeping because they owned it. They were in and we failed. And I feel like I had failed them. And And, you know, but looking two years back, there's something good about getting your butt kicked. She doesn't say butt. She uses a different word that I won't use on the podcast. But she even says this, and I agree with this, leaders. Listen to me when she says this. If you're not in the arena getting your butt kicked on occasion, she writes, I'm not interested in or open to your feedback. There are a million cheap seats in the world today filled with people who'll never be brave with their lives, but who will spend every ounce of energy they have hurling advice and judgment at those who dare greatly. Uh, Social media, their only contributions are criticism, cynicism, and fear-mongering. And if you're criticizing from a place where you're not putting yourself on the line, I'm not interested in what you have to say. And I say to that, thank you, Brene Brown, for saying what many of us as leaders feel. And... And we have to be clear if we're going to be courageous on whose opinions really matter to us. And we need to seek feedback from those people, even if it's really hard to hear. And we have to bring it in and hold it until we learn from it. She says, this is what the research has taught me. Don't grab hurtful comments and pull them close to you by rereading them and ruminating on them. Don't play with them by rehearsing your badass comeback. Comeback. Whatever you do, don't pull hatefulness close to your heart. Let what's unproductive and hurtful drop at the feet of your unarmored self. And no matter how much your self-doubt wants to scoop up the criticism and snuggle with the negativity so it can confirm its worst fears or how eager the shameless gremlins are to use the hurt to fortify your armor, take a deep breath. Find the strength to leave what's mean-spirited on the ground. You don't even need to stomp it or kick it away. Cruelty is cheap, easy and chicken poop. It doesn't deserve your energy or engagement, but step over the comments, keep daring, always remembering that armor is too heavy a price to pay to engage with cheap seat feedback. David, if he had taken Saul's cheap armor, would have been too clunky to ever knock down the giant. But when David knew himself and he put himself on the line, this is my words now, not hers, when he put himself out there on the line with just... With just uh, a, a few stones and a sling, he slayed the giant. And the simplicity of what he knew gave him the advantage with courage. He is forever the, the marker of someone, as Dr. Mar- Malcolm, Gl- Malcolm Gladwell says, he is the marker of someone who was an underdog, but in reality, he wasn't the underdog. He was really in the most advantageous position. That's courage, that's vulnerability. Don't shield yourself from feedback. If you do, you'll stop growing. But be courageous in spite of some negative feedback. Know that as C.S. Lewis said, to love it all is to be vulnerable. Love anything and your heart will be wrung and possibly broken. But if you wanna make an impact, leaders, if you wanna keep leading, to love, to lead is to be vulnerable. I hope that you will read Dare to Lead. I am loving it. It's my favorite Brene Brown book, maybe because it's coming at a time where it would be easier for me to be safe and I'm still feeling the fuel and the courage to lead and be vulnerable. And I hope you will too. And I hope this podcast empowers you to dare to lead. Until next time on The Leadership Podcast, this is Charlie Thanks for listening. Tune in every week as we continue learning and growing in faith, in life, and leadership. And if this has been helpful to you, subscribe and spread the word, and I will talk to you next week.